My name is Jack Oatway. I am Jay Oatway. And we welcome you back to another episode of Like Dragon, Like Sun. Yeah, we're a father-son podcast talking about Dungeons and Dragons. The world's greatest role-playing game, as self-described by its creators. Uh, and by millions Those of us who love playing it everywhere. And we do love playing it. Uh, Very we true. play a lot of D&D. And as we're playing D&D, you know, there's this thing that happens. You know, your player takes damage. People get owies, Uh-oh. get boo-boos. How do we fix that one? You know, they get they get hit by fireballs and, you know, lightning swords bolts and, and swords and, you know, rocks just fall on them because I'm a DM and... that gets angry. Yeah, well, if my no, player... No, I never do that to my, my players. players. don't follow my plot. Although I did play a game the, the other day. The world converges against them. I played, a, I played a one-shot where the DM was like, look, we can play until 10.30 p.m. At that point, rocks are going to fall on the party. <laughs> It was like, okay, so we have, we have like, there was like a clock to get, and we kept like sort of joking throughout the night, like, do we hear any rumbling of rocks yet? (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's falling, things falling on you is probably a a pretty easy way to insta-kill your party if you're looking to get rid of them all. But how do we heal our party? Yeah, because that's, that's usually the thing that comes after that, oopsie, I got stabbed. And instead of just resorting to eight hours of rest, which magically restore all yeah. of your wounds you know and you don't have to do that by the way just no. a little caveat aside if you if you think you know what my players are getting off too easy there's plenty of ways you can have damage roll over look a up bit gritty more. realism dmg yeah. or or just yeah you can put other Dungeon caveats in place of like things they have to do during their long rest in order to get healed see our previous episode about campfires it might be a good time to put sure. some more stuff in there there's lots of ways you can do it that makes the magical hand wave reset to full hit points thing a little less magical and you can hand wave yeah yeah and you can still have that shift i mean the gritty realism is a great way to do it without changing many of the mechanics just making the short rest that overnight and the long rest that arduous week of yeah, downtime but most which, campaigns aren't going to give you that so make a campaign that gives you that well i suppose if you're going to do gritty realism, gritty realism you're gonna yeah. the party doesn't isn't driven by some great plot on a time to I, limit I to save you, the if world. If you do that, but to, if you do that sort of thing, the players may die. True, but that's the game. Or they just, or they will just spend a lot of time quitting and taking time off. All right, but cool. let's say during the day, then between we the time ourselves. they get up and between the time they go to bed, people are bleeding out. Things are getting bad. Damage is being taken. Maybe it's maybe it's not bleeding. Maybe they've taken psychic damage. Maybe maybe not. Maybe it's. It's been damaged Maybe to their soul. Generally, their their resolve has been worn down to a point you, where they're yeah. close to falling unconscious. And you can always look at hit points being hero points in some ways that sure. they're as heroic luck as, efforts, as you know, you wearing know, will out. to stay alive as yeah. you know ability to hold on to consciousness. Um, so as that dwindles, what do we do? What do we do? Well, well it's clearly first, easy. We just ask the whoever's playing who's been, whoever's been forced to play the cleric has to heal us cast cure wounds on me at the highest possible spell, spell spot if possible yeah um uh, no I there are a, many I play ways in a game that i kid you not has no clerics 
very common these days. Or I mean, no, the, the game designers no have tried druids. to do everything to make clerics as powerful as possible, yet people still refuse to play the class. That's reverse psychology. Why? I don't understand. Well, in our game, they're actually, they're, all the clerics are losing their powers in all the temples True. and everywhere we visit. So it's actually a game mechanic that he put in right. that we can't be True. Um, clerics. If but. I could play two classes for the rest of my life, it would be warlock and cleric. But... That is not what we're talking about today. We're talking about all the methods we are talking which we about can healing. heal. Why I feel they're not oh, I see. quite up you're to my saying, expectation. You're saying to to our audience out there that, hey, you know what? You don't have to use spells to heal. You don't just have to use spells or the, the ever-present healing potion is the only method of restoring hit sure. points. There well, are okay. Let's, first, okay. first, before suggesting oh, new gonna, rules, I will talk about yeah. every option you have currently in the say, game to re what's, restore, what's in the to game heal people. Right now, in case you are... Let's define healing first. Sure. One, hit point regaining. Two, stabilizing creatures. Three, uh, increasing the potential of hit dice. Four, curing poison and disease. Five, regenerating your limbs. Six, uh, well, I, I suppose advantages poisoning. limbs. Those are the five I know, things. I know, that's a thing. Or I suppose six it's temporary hit points. Temporary hit points I count as well. Yeah. Uh, is healing. Um, so there's our six little things. Giving hit points back, stabilizing people, um, curing diseases and poisons, making hit dice better, regenerating limbs, and giving people temporary hit points. Yeah. Those are the six things that count as healing. In terms of what options there are, there are perhaps many that I'm missing. Class features not included. Here are the items, spells, and feats you can take or find or use to heal. In terms of low tier, the items we can use uh, are antitoxins, which give people advantage against poison. Healer's kits, which stabilize people and um, are even better with the healer feat. And potions of healing, which restore 2d4 plus 2. Higher level healings of potions give... 44, 64, 80, whatever, you know, yeah. scaling how you wish. Um, in terms of, those are essentially the three big things in one through levels one through four in terms of items that you'll get to restore hit points. Uh, in terms of spells, your cleric, caster, whoever may know the following. Cure wounds, healing word, heroism. Um, cure wounds gives classic 1d8 plus spellcasting modifier, uh, healing word being a bonus action and healing a little bit less, and heroism granting temporary hit points uh, in addition to resilience against being frightened. Uh, say you reach third level, now you have access to aid, which increases hit point maximum, which also could count as its own little category, increasing hit points maximum. Uh, lesser restoration, which ends a bunch of conditions, uh, and prayer of healing, which takes a little bit more time, but gives everyone yeah. a little bit well, of love. Used to, it used to be really good before they nerfed it. <laughs> And then in terms of feet, all of these you can take, I suppose, technically at fourth level, or if you're a variant human or custom lineage, at first level. Chef uh, allows you to give people extra D8 during long rests if they expend hit dice, and allows you to prepare snacks, if you will, which give people temporary hit points equal to your proficiency bonus yeah, when they uh, eat them. I'm, I'm, this is a newer one. Uh, this is Tasha's. And uh, yeah, the next ASI I get for my, uh, my healer in this party, uh, the Barbarian, Yes, she's the only healer in the party. She's going to become a, a chef as well. Right. I think this is just, if we're being honest, a worse version of healer, but a little bit more flavor. She already has if you healer. Want, she already if, has healer. Sure. So the nicer thing about like chef, an add-on to that. The nicer thing about chef is that it gives you a bonus to constitution or wisdom, which is a little nice, and cooks utensils, which also, if you listen to our campfire episode, could be useful for downtime generally yeah. as well. And I think I think the little boost to constitution for the barbarian's always it's good. great yeah or if you're playing any sort of creature that's like trying to discern flavors or tastes using their wisdom could be also kind of funny for that um 
a chef cleric could be fun. I remember there was um, someone made a homebrew garlic bread domain cleric. This could go fun with that. Uh, durable is a very self-centered healing feat, but allows you to essentially improve the hit points you regain from your hit dice. Healer is the ultimate one in, in a way. Uh, it vitalizing the it's um, amazing the potential people, of the healer's kit people are sleeping on the healer feet it's true i wish it gave you a bonus to constitution or wisdom like chef did if it did it would become a worthwhile feat oh it's so worthwhile and i will tell you why but i mean we'll, we'll save that maybe or do you want to do that now do i want to bonus my wisdom or do i want this i don't know we'll see but the healer's kit allows you to uh grant one hit point to someone when stabilizing them with a healer's kit yeah and once per short or long rest you can is it as an action touch target yeah and give them 1d6 plus four Plus target level of hit points. And you can do that to every member of your party. Yep. So. But you gotta expend a use still. Yeah. But you, these things are not expensive. Remember. They're 10 GP. True. So they're 1 GP per use. It costs 50 GP to feed somebody a healing potion. Yeah. 1 GP to give them a 1d6 plus 4 plus their level. Yeah. Pretty good. Um, that's like. Or that's, I, I suppose 1 SP, 1 silver piece, because you're doing it 10 times. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I think it's 10, 10 GP for a healer's kit that's oh, got is it? 10 doses. Oh, I see, so I see. there's one. So, so gold piece per. A gold piece uh, per which pile of hit points. Starts off at a minimum of six, maximum of uh, 11. Yeah, at see, first level. So it's about it gets higher. seven plus their level is about what it averages to. So, sure. Um, which is. Which is usually the welcome, eight or nine, eight welcome points, by everybody. And here's hopefully. the thing if you do this just before the short rest, you heal everybody. They take their short rest. They throw, them they throw some hit yeah, dice yeah, yeah. in, but not. But obviously, they don't want to go past there. And if anybody using up to half their hit dice at this point have still not got up, you can do the healer kit to them again. Plus, to make if you're sure a they chef, they got an extra D eight during that. Exactly, short rest. and if the, stacking those together is amazing. And Plus, then they're also battle, carrying they can, around mm, carrying little snacks. snacks around to help them. Very true. Um, also, buy healing potions all the time if whenever you, you can, and make sure everybody in the party yeah. has. Here's the other thing. I play a doctor because she's, right. you know, she's got the doctor background and the healing feet. Um, she also made sure that she bought healing kits for everybody to carry around. And, ta- and basically did a, we did a little RP session where she taught everybody like basic battlefield first aid. And like they did like a little course on what to do. Okay. So then now everybody knows, first of all, everybody has, always we always try to make sure everybody has a healing potion on them. And mm-hmm. if you yourself have run out of one, you know where everybody else keeps theirs on their belt, right? So either you can go over to somebody and immediately take their healing potion and feed it to them or use the one that you have to feed it to them. If you're out of those, you also always have your uh, emergency medical kit on you. And that means when you run over to a friend, that healing kit will mean you don't have to roll a medicine check. You, you just auto- autom- automatically stabilize somebody. And if you have the healer's feet, that's one HP for free. Instant, yeah. you are now so awake. So I put them back on their no feet. No spell slot necessary. Absolutely. Um, and then, like I said, then they've got healing potions on them or hopefully in the future, tasty snacks that'll re- better than give better them than some, some temporary hit points and things. And yeah, there's there's a, like a, a lot of ways to use this to get your party back on their feet. And again, if everybody in the party has this as well, to keep that that whoever's gone down from having to make death saves and failing them. Mm. Um, a little n- unknown fact, uh, if you do stabilize somebody, you roll a d4, and that's how many hours they're unconscious for. Oh, I see. Okay. And then after four hours, or 1d4 hours, yeah, they regain consciousness. they wake up. Usually it's not a huge thing. I, I usually put it into short rest slash long rest, they wake up mm. um, afterwards. Well, it's probably that long 
between your next short that's, rest or whatever. I mean, anyways, it's nice but. to know that's a rule if you go, you yeah. know, longer periods without resting. Usually after a fight, my party immediately goes, okay, let's find a place to rest. And then at that point, I'd say the character wakes up with either all of their hit points if they took a long rest or, you know, because I don't use Realism in my games all the time. Um, I think I will going forth in some of my games because I have some that I plan to run. It just it makes more sense. Mm. Um, but, yeah, typically I don't make it pay huge attention to that but good to know healer's feet though perhaps the best one if you do want to heal at a low level uh and you are not a spellcaster or even if you are a spellcaster it's good to take finally the final feat uh, i will describe is inspiring leader yeah um which so is more of a charisma one if say you're sorcerer bard warlock paladin paladin so it's any of those who I like to a campaign use charisma. where the player actually would make a real speech for the party <laughs> uh after all every one of our rests, we'd always sort of look over the, across the table to him and we all be like expecting some like, and he'd be like, some nice, he'd be like, oh yeah, I didn't write it. Okay. And he just would improvise sure. uh, a speech for you us. You could make it a prayer if that's more your thing. You could sure. make it a, spe- um, you can make it spell like, you can turn it into what you want, make but it, it is song, inspiring something, right? Once per, is it shorter long rest, I believe? Or is it once per long rest? I feel like it's long rest, but I could be wrong. We'll see. Uh, one of the other, it's still good. Uh, you give everyone bunch of creatures uh your level plus your charisma modifier and temporary hit points and i know we we often maybe which you can also think, do during a short think rest. that much about those temporary hit points but that is essentially like this could be your battle ab- enough to absorb a full hit usually if from something mm-hmm, sure um well maybe not a full hit well but at the beginning depending. it'll look like maybe four to five temporary yeah but at low levels but... that's kind of i remember as we were, we were playing through it mm. it would that would almost be like you get hit and you're like it would soak most of the hit maybe you just took one point of damage or something over the top of it yeah. and that sort of feels great that's sort of like you're like okay everybody in my party now like they all get that sort of first round or whatever in of combat if things kind of go bad for them they're okay still they're actually not really far off from from fresh and so though we've actually in some ways it gives your party a whole round to hammer on monsters and baddies and be kind of a little bit bulletproof during that time so yeah in so terms don't, of don't poo-poo yeah. temporary hit points they're really good it's very true then we get into some of the mid-tier stuff no more feats really uh, at this point uh, we get into some more items and spells the spells could include revivify you're actually bringing people back to yeah, life that's, which that's we also a big one distinct. 150 gp worth of diamonds though yeah that that it's true get start your a cost, hands on you know stuff making is... sure you understand those costs vampiric touch uh raise dead greater restoration mass cure wounds are also, all things you see in mid-tier yeah uh raise dead's also got some and greater restoration gem cost uh it's true but just know that those are the options available to you if you are a cleric druid the like uh although you might not get access to all those if you're a druid or some other classes clerics your real go-to if you want to be a healer let's be honest fifth uh in terms of items you can now maybe look start looking for a periapt of wound closure or restorative ointments oh yeah yeah this, there's some things um, periapt of wound closure stabilizes a creature and can double like automatically when you fall unconscious yeah, yeah. while wearing it and doubles the amount of hit points you get from rolling hit dice goes excellently with the durable feet or if you're a dwarf look for this one yeah, cause yeah if you, pick up dwarven you, fortitude feet which we didn't talk about because so it's a little dodge niche, action and you, you heal can immediately and heal you, and you double that which is yeah. great there's uh, some definitely ways if you want to build a natural healer um, mm. and, you know, somebody who's got a, he- a really improved healing rate. Yeah, you can spend some feats on on making that happen. Mm. Remember also you can use a herbalism kit, I didn't mention this before, to create potions of healing and yeah. antitoxins. At half price. At half price. So that's a, that's a pretty good value. And again, depending mm. on how your DM wants to run downtime, 
you could potentially make uh, a potion of healing every every long rest. True, and maybe if you use our campfire rules like described before, you could use alchemist supplies, herbalism kit, whatever, to try and create a and yeah, possibly potion of I would even let you. Even I would let you do awesome. some foraging and possibly find the ingredients, depending where you were. And maybe not in a dungeon, but if you were in a forest or someplace right. with lots of vegetation, um, and something you were keeping an eye out for. Or natural terrain with vegetation. Exactly. Um, I might even include it on my random encounter tables if I knew you were into that. Sort <laughs> I of thing. actually do have that in my random encounter table. Mine does as well. They can bump into stuff they need to make healing potions with. It's true. I would begin to then introduce rules of making it a little bit more special than just healing potions if players are interested in that because it can get making the same thing over and over can get a little boring. So I'd start to mix it up. But before we get into custom rules, let's continue with what's rules is written at this point. The restorative ointment is a nice alternative to potions of healing because it has multiple uses while being a little bit more expensive. Uh, it restores 2d8 plus 2 and can cure poisons and diseases when applied. It's an uncommon item. Well, maybe I think, I it's, think it's called key ketomes. There is a unbranded version as well. So ketomes ointment. This is um, the name for it. If it's unbranded, is restorative yeah, ointment it's, it's, also exists. And this actually, it's from the DM's guide. So it's like this is legit old school. Um, so actually, the funny thing about the um, the thing is, it actually doesn't. It isn't multiple. Uh, it could when you roll it as a as an item you find, right. you would determine how many doses you might find of it inside the jar. Sure. If you were to buy it off a magic items table, you're paying per dose. Per dose, on sure. It. Um, and it's a little bit pricey compared to um, healing potions, for sure. But in exchange, the dice have a higher potential, uh, and it automatically <laughs> resolves all poisons and disease, which, again, might be too much for your campaign. Yeah. If you're trying to lean into poisons um, and disease is a bigger thing. They cease to be poisoned and is cured of any diseases, how it's written. Cool. And the 2d8 plus 2 is a, is a, is a huge lift. Well, nice it's lift. still the same potential to go for, um, like, a healing potion. My doctor character does, has uh, a lot of this stuff. She f managed to find uh, a proprietor of such things mm. and she bought him out um, right she'd been carrying all this gold saving it up everybody else was buying fancy magic swords and armors and things and, and what does she, she do this. she just buys ointment to rub on everybody's boo-boos hey um, that's the character yeah well and, and because also the d curing the disease portion of it it's is huge. actually yeah that makes a, you almost like a paladin you know it gives well and that's just that we don't have a paladin anymore so um so yeah I, I I literally think it's the craziest party that we're in because we the the healer of our party is a barbarian. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh boy. Mm. Um, yet the party still lives, mm. still going on. I mean, hey, you've got all the right things. So if you're still following us and you want to make the ultimate healer and you're getting into high tiers of play, what can you do to really make yourself the ultimate healer? Well, D dust of deliciousness because <laughs> no. a lot of medicine tastes terrible. Spoonful of sugar, man. Yeah, That's you got to mix the dust of deliciousness it, right? in in with uh, whatever you're you're uh, feeding them for medicine. Yeah, in terms of high tier, uh, there <laughs> for those listening, I said Natty McPhee, which is the wrong franchise. Um, that is like. What's the? I can't. I always mix them. There's like sound of music, which is the spoonful no, of sugar, no, and the, it's, it's it has everything. But just to let you, the audience know that was not intentional. That was a that was a joke. <laughs> it's I'm not, not sound of music either. It's it's Mary Poppins. Oh, is it? Oh dear, we mix it all up. It all becomes a jumble. Hers is end. quite magical when she does it. It's true. Anyways. Um, perhaps that is the kind of healer you would like to play. I would recommend Circle of Life or Circle of the Grave if you're playing Cleric. But high tier, uh, you gain the Ring of Regeneration 
potentially. Look out for that one. Very rare item, uh, which allows you to regain 1d6 every 10 minutes, uh, which is less useful in combat, but more out of combat. You need to have at least one hit point for this to work, so you can't fall unconscious and hope that you come back. You need to have at least one, and then during well, a... the parapet of wound closure, and then your... Parapet of wound closure instantly stabilizes, stabilizes you, you, but you and then, zero. But. Yeah, but 1d4 hours later, boom, you've got one hit point, and then... And then you start kaboom, to... Boom, boom, this boom, thing boom, boom. Especially with Gritty Realism, this one is really nice if you can't take that precious long rest. Yeah. Because um, you're getting hit points back all the time. During a short rest, you will recover. I believe most people put... I, I see a difference where some people say short rests are 30 minutes, and some people say short rests are two hours. I always put it at two hours. I play one hour. Mine are two hour short rests. Oh, all right. You can make them whatever time you want. Sure. Um, but essentially that would give you in that time 12d6 hit points, which is probably enough to put you at full, let's be honest. So this is a should be a high caliber item. Um, also restores limbs uh, should the time be provided to you, which is kind of nice. Although you need to have a ring to at least a finger to wear it. So if you're out of hands, I don't know what you're going to do. Um, maybe put it on your toes. Then Nose also ring. the other one, which people may not think of a healing item because it is technically a weapon, is a sort of life stealing. But that one gives you temporary hit points. Uh, I just thought to include it because life stealing. It's also like a vampiric one. touch and things like that. The fact that you count these in healing always kind they of restore like, hit points. Me out. Yeah, I know. Hey, it's as creepy as raised dead at this point. Anyways, high-level magic includes the heal spell, uh, regenerate, resurrection, mass heal, true resurrection, and the wish spell. I've often played evil uh, NPC necromancers who claim that, you know, the work they do is not so different from a cleric's healing. That Absolutely. It's all, part of the, it's all the same school yeah, of magic. all the same school of magic, according to them, but... <laughs> that's uh, up to interpretation. But that's what an evil necromancer would say, wouldn't they? Hey, yeah trying to excuse their behavior let's just say that the clerics revivify doesn't attack the random people in town doesn't have flesh melting off of it um but that comes to sort of the end in our light research of the most common healing options in terms of spells items feats that you can take as any class um to try and provide your party with the uh, the ability to stay alive um, if you will. Of course, besides short and long rests, which are the ultimate goal, um, maybe taking catnap is also then should be counted <laughs> in a way as a spell. Um, but regardless. And, and so what's a good strategy as well for, you know, if you're rolling hit dice mm. to, you know, regain hit points. So the rules is that you only on a long rest recover up to half your total hit yep. dice. So if you're level six, you get three of them back. Um, so on a short rest and you burn in hit dice, you don't really want to go more, burn more than three? Well, just burn till you're full. Why not? Um, well, in greedy realism, you might want to be a little bit more careful. I because suppose. if you're not going to go for a long rest until a long time, rationing your hit dice might be the smarter option. You know? Yeah, I, I always worry that, you know... I'm only going to get half back, and then the following day, I'm not going to have enough to heal off of that one. So mm. it's, you know, I, I almost, with my players, never, or my characters, never go past the halfway point on it. Actually, have, I've never, I've, I haven't played a D&D character for so long that I've, I've never really thought about this. Oh, the, the life of a perma DM. Well, I used to play characters quite frequently, but recently, 
Not at all. We'd always play one shot, so short rests always seemed to never be there. It's a part of the game I've never really experienced, if I'm being honest, on the player side, at least thoroughly, you know, or that I've actually had to think about utilizing, you know, hit dice or not, you know, because usually you just click the long rest button, it all comes back. And and in many ways, that is, you know, that is a, a mechanic that you can, again, tweak a little bit if you wanted to get some more of your your uh, the grittiness back to your game without adding, you know, sort of, yeah, okay, maybe players, instead of recovering half their hit dice on a long rest, maybe you only recover one. Proficiency bonus hit dice. Or something like that. Or I, even if you if you say Easy just scaling one, system. then as the days go on and their injuries sort of, if they Mount, have many, right. many days of injuries, they suddenly, their short rests won't have a magical healing ability to them. And so they don't, you know what I mean? Like then mm. they lose a pool of healing. And and that again is if you're trying to look at a way to create, you know, if players have been going for days and days and you're looking for ways to kind of wear them down, you know, give them that sense of being worn down a little bit, um, that and maybe lingering injuries are yeah, two I ways to. And critical shock, like critical injuries or system shock, stuff like that. Yeah. Play with those rules a little bit is we get into some of my suggestions to make the items which we use to heal people a little more interesting. I think the reason this discussion even came up between the two of us at first was me mentioning that I feel like healing potions shouldn't be the only option. I feel like it's a shame that our main source of healing, non-magical, besides taking the healer feet or having a healer's kit, is the the old classic, a healing potion, you know, very I, video game. I'm also, yeah, and also uh, the fact that the potions and, and drinking have always got to be the thing that also bugs me a little bit like yeah. why can't they I, that's what, why I like the word bandages? the what ointment about uh, what like about the, tonics what about yeah. you know aerosol sprays well we'll get into what the what's reasonable in most settings in the rules why, I've devised why can't I have like a, a little vaporizer thing that I like perfume spray in their face Okay, but then we have to think about what does this do reasonably in a fantasy setting as someone invented it's a today. magic potion. Well, okay, this is magic. I'm suggesting a non-magical healing. Right. Operates. Okay. So we we want to because healing say... potions are non-magical items. Did you know that base level healing potions are non-magical as of the common ones. The common ones. The base level yeah. ones are counted as non-magical. So instead of that, which is kind of ridiculous, what is a healing potion? What sure. is it made of? You know, we can classify this and see what. T- explain what the ingredients do and then start swapping them out to make them more interesting or if you want to go less alchemy route which you can feel free to go alchemy route is potions that heal people i wanted to introduce at least three different categories of healing methods this can sort of vary in what they mean but i wanted to essentially introduce different ways people like to heal you know some are faster than others some um heal over longer periods of time uh some grant temporary hit points in addition to hit points you know um as as a method of of granting healing um i wanted to essentially introduce three things that kind of do different things because each sort of do different things in a way which is bandages salves and tonics now, healing potion could still fun, fall under the category of tonics, and you'll find that the tonic is pretty much exactly like a healing potion, um, maybe even a little bit more generous than a healing potion in some ways. But after we get into what each of these can do, um, we can talk about maybe balancing these. I could I made these on the fly. Um, I need to maybe fine-tune these a little bit more after actually playing and, them. And we, let me suggest also, if you are a DM who wants to keep it even a little bit more simple, um, you could say... You could make it something where people could use 
basic herbalism, nature of survival, to create a healer's kit or an X number of doses of healer's kit just naturally without like in a crafting type environment. Right, but this doesn't so solve those don't the, give those don't give a lot of extra points or things I mean. to things. I want I want so there to do be really more strategy base. in the way I choose sure. to heal people. That's what I'm saying. If a, if a DM doesn't want to take that extra step, you could sure. have a very simple first step of still finding ways that you can create yeah. things other than healing potions, which is fair. First, we'll get to bandages, the first category of our uh, three. Um, bandages restore 1d4 hit points plus your proficiency bonus uh, and grant an additional five temporary hit points after applied as an action. This will start off around an average of five hit point regain at, at first level um, on average, um, maybe four to five. Uh, in addition to five temporary hit points, this is the static thing that's really nice about this. These are temporary hit points, um, so we'll who, lose if you so, take So rest, who has but, the ability to make medicines? Like, who has the ability to craft these sorts of things? What do you need? Do you need a background feat? Do you need, like, to be a doctor? Do you need to pick the healer feat? Do you need to... Well, how do we make healing potions? These are, again, rules that can complement these things. Right. Before we get into do you need... the specifics of all the ingredients, which is so, to come, herb- we herbalism, understand what the purpose herbalism of the mechanics kit, is, no? I would say, or alchemy, potentially. Sure. I mean, bandages are maybe more so weavers tools even or learning a place to purchase bandages i don't actually know yeah. how bandages are made we, it would well, maybe be a little it'd real be made world, it'd be world research right i mean in D settings they would be uh fabric a cloth of some sort mm-hmm. that would be cut or or torn to the right size and wrapped around it now you might treat them or soak them in some sort of herbal medicine or remedy or ointment or maybe just like high proof alcohol Sort of, sure. you know, to to which can involve some brewer supplies, perhaps, yeah, perhaps even, or even weavers' tools or such things that could create such cloth. Absolutely, and and I think you know this is fun ways to suddenly more uses for weavers' tools. Or how fun? Yeah, exactly. Um, but essentially, but, this this the idea of this one is that it's to prevent bleeding. It it gives more of a like a feeling of like okay, I can keep fighting less than actually restoring hit points or vitality in a sense, which is the idea behind the temporary hit point granting. This is perhaps better if you want just we need most hit points at once, not really worrying about the consequences, just heal. Alternatively, greater versions of this as I think all of them should have perhaps greater versions. Uh, if someone ho- rolls a higher check when making them, could uh, heal more, grant more temporary hit points, or uh, even prevent bleeding wounds from uh, lingering injuries uh, if you're playing with those rules. Um, also, I think they could have used during short rests as an alternative use for them where uh, they grant additional HP equal to five times uh, proficiency bonus if hit dice are expended when applied. Again, these are rough um, ideas of what it, it could look like depending on your game. This would mean that 10 extra temper, like 10 hit points more during short rests, maybe that's too much. Maybe make it just you know, equal to Right, two times PB, three times PB, whatever you want, or, or even just straight PB. This is just to make those short rests feel like you are bandaging up and trying to heal yourself a little bit. What was my idea? Secondly, salves. This is a different form of thing. Imagine ointments, imagine gels, imagine things you create that aren't drinking, that are applied to soothe the skin, um, disinfect potentially, and those ideas. Uh, a salve would restore HP equal to one plus your proficiency bonus, so way less. This is so less salves variable. are like an ointment that's rubbed into the skin, typically. Typically, uh, yes. But one plus your proficiency bonus which starts as three, and they usually stored the like in a small jar of some sort. That's true. Um, it's kind and of fun. You scoop a little bit out. Though you regain less initially, 
every turn you regain the same amount of hit points. Mm. Uh, you do have to apply it as an action. So you run over, say someone's unconscious, you apply the salve on them, they recover some hit points. The fun thing about this one is that I think as an additional idea, this healing could be doubled for unconscious creatures. Okay. Um, so someone goes down, you're like, get the salve, you know, um, to sure. And you know, I, this again comes down wounds. to like sort of like trying to understand different wounds and things as well. Like D and is a funny game, right? So like if somebody goes down because of psychic damage, your healer kit still works on them, mm-hmm. right? Which is I don't know how that works, but um, I sometimes think like you could be, you could have like a lot of different variety of things. Like you could pop uh, a sort of smelling salts type thing where you wave underneath their nose and it brings them back to life. There's something called a pultis, um, which is spelled P-O-U-L-T-I-C-E, which is like a soft mass of plant material, uh, sort of like your bandage idea, but it's like, these were like used by traditional healers to like press onto things. And the, just the plants and the things that are in it, like aloe vera or whatever, are like good for, you know, helping wounds, you know, heal nicely or, or sort of whatever. So some ideas like that that exactly, could be incorporated and that's in. this is again a first draft. I, I literally mm. just wrote this up as we were going to talk about this. I have actually quite a few sort of these sort of ideas in my uh, useful skills. Right, but the idea is that they do different things. They're not all just re- recover however many D four hit points, right? Yeah, one well, I, some I like grant temporary too. hit points, some grant hit points over time, which is the idea for the salves, and that greater versions could alleviate pains or burns, such as from system shock, lingering or in- lingering injuries, and then tonics do your classic two D four plus your proficiency bonus as a bonus action. Because I think yeah. if you can down so, a whole flask as a bonus so action, you just you can you're down. trying to add. Yeah, you're just trying to add some variety yeah, to the old healing or portion, object attraction, right? even make, as a bonus action. trying to make it into four or five different things yes greater versions could then also alleviate poisons or disease i've i've sort of one taken a whole nother level with the healer's feet right sure currently if you you know if you've got somebody who wants to really play a non-magical healer mm-hmm. right that the idea that you could introduce procedures so I almost want to say you take the doctor background and you take the healer feet and it says basically you're a proficient physician that's well sought after and people let you in. And then the idea of like giving that player some procedures that they can do with different sort of DCs to it, like basic stabilization, which we've talked about. It uses one uh, use of the, the, the kit, they revived one HP. Easy, right? But you could do a simple health checkup, which is also kind of the way it works already you do one expended use and you restore 1d6 plus four or um, are we restoring or is a health checkup understanding diseases yeah, that people yeah, well, are that's, with I've how many hit points a creature well. is missing you know but then i sort of vibe. thought well what if what if you had a doctor who could you know give you little stuff to like a little pick-me-up doc like hey, injuries doc yeah. i just need a little something that that um just sort of makes me feel a little bit better and you'd be like okay well i can give you something that maybe you know, gives you advantage on your, you know, intelligence checks or perception checks or something. And I expend maybe three uses of my healer's kit. And then maybe I have to make a healer's kit DC check or something even to get it. And then if I do so, I bestow uh, a buff of some sort uh, to a player. Right, but obviously working medicinally, I would then, rather than just call it whatever hand wave, I do this procedure, I would then ask the player, 
what materials do you use? And we then get into the, I sure. would then create a whole list you of could, insects, plants, um, right. and you things could craft that it I would all up make like that, or that then players again, forge for, or buy for, or look, or You could whatever. do it simply, simply by expending uses of healer's kits. No, because then, because then we've just ignored how this has happened. We've just said healer's kit, I don't know, this is a magical mystery box that you can do anything from. Where are we, we can't. Well, we, we we make it a make it a tool and have a proficiency in it. Sure, and I need certain. I, you and can't make a sword without so got, any iron. So I've got a. Profi- Isn't like you can just use smith's tools to create a sword well, with nothing else. I mentioned that earlier. Maybe there is a a you know yeah, a sure. check that you do to procure doses of of your healer's kit. But again, I think it's you can't overwork it too much. Well, like, while you're over, I mean, I, I think <laughs> I it's, know. it's again, this is as much as you want to take from it. If you don't want, maybe a player doesn't want to be a full doctor. I mean, if they do, then I'd say go all in. Talk with them about um, all the different curatives they can make, the, sure. the experiences they've had. Well, in not the past, just curatives. You know? I think there's ways you could use it Remedies, to all sorts of things. improve abilities, like buff stuff up. That's give what I mean. Preemptive painkillers that numb the pain Absolutely. for your your. Barbarian, I was just trying to introduce um, generic level thing that's approachable by DMs for you know trying to diversify healing. I think just you a could do bit. you could do calming rem- calming remedies that that you know if somebody's frightened that that makes them like you know sure like calm emotions but non magical. The question is um, now why aren't you playing artificer? Because these start to sound like spell effects. <laughs> they do. They actually do sound a lot like that, frankly. And and I was like, okay, so to back this up again, this would be. This is purely an idea that sort of, again, building off of yours, the idea of Mm. saying, in our game, do we have an opportunity, do we have some players who are interested in taking medicine up to a next level, taking herbalism, taking alchemy, taking however you they you and they want to try and do that. Or restore, I mean, And then I'm sort of saying as, you're saying, okay, well, look, we can have you make different types of things, crafting, kind of basics i'm saying you could take that to another skill level almost and give them procedures and maybe not a huge list maybe there's a few different things we start with a couple of the basic ones and you sort of build out on that or maybe you do a combination of these sorts of things um or maybe you know you have it so they eventually find recipes that cure diseases that you introduce in the game and they got to find you know things that uh, items that they brew together for that so you need recipe you need ingredients Absolutely. and then you need yeah, opportunity definitely. to craft and then there's an opportunity to mess it up right you have to make dc checks and things sure um you know these are all sorts of different ways to bring you know healing into the game in, in a more interesting way rather than just simply 50 gold pieces and i get 2d4 plus two exactly uh, and that's where i'm trying to introduce almost this world you know where a healing kit has it i mean already if you open it and the basic rules or you know it, it says that it contains bandages salves and splints yeah hold up so it, this already has bandages and salves boom this already then works with the system i've created here you know where it has five bandages and three salves did you think would be in a healer's kit it's like a first aid kit exactly but what would a bandage i think it's more than a first aid kit it's like a well yeah you want to put pressure on a wound so that but just stabilize people i I need to take you for a first aid course seriously no 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 no, i mean i'm not asking what bandages do i'm asking is this all they do you know is all they do stabilize a creature you know or can they do more can salves do more yeah, well, the, 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 the question becomes a little bit here, just like you pointed out. At what point, as you start homebrewing this, does it become magical enough that it should be, it should be a subclass of something? Right. 
I'm um, suggesting general rules that any character can approach rather than just being like, I down a healing potion. I say, well, I, I take out the bandages because right now I think that, yeah. you know, I don't have currently temporary hit points. So I think this is perhaps the best option for me. And uh, maybe, maybe, maybe homebrewing a, a subclass with procedures and things that you can, you can perform as a doctor is an artificer subclass of some sort. Well, it, um, it sounds a lot like the alchemist currently. It does, but with some tweaks to sure, sort of make it sure. more medicine-y focused um, and very like, you know, getting into, you yeah. know. Or if you do start to introduce, you know, lingering injuries into your game, you know, then maybe it's like, oh, well, I've got a wound, I've got a, like this cut, this limp thing, maybe trying to wrap this up with a bandage applying pressure to prevent further bleeding is the best idea. Or if you've, you know, received a... You know, system shock, like, uh, you know, freaking yeah, yeah. out a little bit. Like a, a soothing salve, perhaps, is the best I have it set up situation. in the game where there's certain certain things that cause lingering injuries. Uh, wolf traps, for example. It's a random encounter. If you miss right. it and step in it, you end up losing five feet of movement. Right. Even after they cure your wounds. Even if you heal, it doesn't make the that condition go away. Removing the condition could be done with Lester Restoration or some other sort of higher level spells. Um, so you can sometimes think that way too, like that you can you can have two layers of healing, one that's just hit points and another healing that removes conditions mm. um, that you can bestow upon players. But don't like overdo, like don't make it, I mean five feet of movement is enough of a limp that Every time they move, they think about it without mm -hmm. it being so debilitating on the battlefield that they're out of commission. If it's really bad, instead of making movement worse, whenever they dash, make them make a deck saver fall prone. That's <laughs> terrible. Ouch. But that one's like, you um, think, oh, is now the death wor dash worth it? Like, there's still player agency yeah. there, but. Um, yeah, our cleric never dashes anyways. He's against cardio. <laughs> sure but like starting to like make impacts that feel a little bit more real you know that feel yeah, like yeah. okay let's actually try and heal this thing you know and then we consider okay let's use bandages maybe the bandages can you know prevent me from falling over whenever i try to run you know a little bit faster you know maybe if we do put a salve on this burn will not make it so everything is painful you know all the time um, until eventually we can get to a greater procedure like you mentioned if we want to get into those rules uh, which i'd also be happy to write up and try and experiment with to you know actually restore this wound you know restore this lingering injury that it's not a boop one and done no longer limping let's go you know it's like this is this takes time this finds professionals this takes you know maybe during downtime your skill is to start curing people's lingering injuries a little bit you know long-term projects of all right let's put this on that and that and that you know i spend time forging creating and you know doing my whole procedure of making keeping stock and like attending to the party's wounds and it's like everyone comes up, comes up in a line it's like i got this boo-boo on my arm and i yeah. i can't see well, very well and, and oh, i'm feeling kind know, of sick doc and it's something that you maybe you want to work into your travel time too where you're always saying hey i'm looking for this i'm looking thing. for healing yeah. ingredients i'm looking for things that can if you a player could uh, say general healing ingredients and then you have a field day or if the player's really invested they could have analyzed this a list you've created or done general sure. research uh, if they know their own stuff and go, I like to look for this. And, and then, this is and this is really up to you as a DM. Boom. Do you want to hand out a big book of herbalism? And in fact, there's plenty of supplements out there that really already are, are, exist, or you can write up your own. And you hand that to the player who's interested in it, and mm. you say, okay, these are all of the various things that do various, you know, that produce results. Um, and and yeah, you can you can either kind of 
keep it loosey goosey and let them sort of improvise and you can sort of build off of that or you can be very specific about what they need you know take it to whatever level you and the player kind of want to go with it but these these rules don't exist in the in the game for a reason is that it gets very complicated if you start going down this rabbit hole and it's up to you to decide how far you want to go and how complex you want to make sure. it. But if you uh, are, I think it can be hugely rewarding if you do it though. Of, it can if be you're sick yeah. and tired of the just 2d4 plus two healing potion and cure wounds healing word over and over and over. I mean, people complain about Warlock's Eldritch Blast, but no one talks about how cure wound is the, like the only met like yeah, healing. People don't like, play clerics. It's only so classic cool. healing spell. You know, we want to maybe hope help introduce things that can change that maybe there also needs to be a revamp of spells maybe certain spells can actually provide different kinds of healing you know that don't require that aren't like locked behind level you know five and above you know just a suggestion for those listening to maybe spice up the games a little bit yeah i i absolutely agree i think that you know there's there's lots of ways that we can add to this side of the game because it's it's not hugely developed as we sort of went through the list of things it's pretty short mm. um but yet i mean that's all the game really needs at this point it runs fine true just with that but the if, lovely thing about this game is that you can add whatever you want and it's not like yeah. you have to know and how to if, code if or know it, how to exactly if you feel like, it's getting a little vanilla mm. if you're feeling like you're just bored of the same old basic flavor like if the um, download mods you can literally just write yeah, you can add whatever flavor you want into it. And in and this and the healing rules. one, I suppose the only caveat is to try and try and keep a little bit of an idea uh, on how much you're healing. Yeah, that if you see if you have a really good sort of survey of of how things heal in the game, there there's a limit to them. Like the healing is is often smaller than you think. Mm. Um it should never exceed the amount of damage you're taking. I think it's a general rule. Yeah. Well, I, I, it you can be used of, to sort of give people, like players, two, opportunities. 2d4 plus 2 is or six turn the tide of, in you know, tough moments. But, you know, a lot of, generally, a lot of healing potions are so small that. You can they, attack as much as you want, but you can't heal as much as you want. Yeah. That's always the balance point of the game. Yeah. You know, you obviously you can't have a forge this and you recover all your hit points and, like, be reasonable. Follow existing rules is my suggestion whenever homebrewing. Uh, start with the 2d4 plus whatever i did proficiency bonus because i think plus two is should scale i think the, the, the static should scale i think as you get to higher levels the uh, effect you have from healing and well, I, I you more, if, and if it also makes more sense i think if you're crafting scale. yeah i think if you're making stuff um and also if you look at some of the prices for the superior healing potions are ridiculous mm. right uh, they're they're crazy thousands and thousands of gold and there's no way they need to no. be worth that if you're if a healer's feet is giving yeah. people you know seven plus their level like a third level one cure gold piece, scroll is probably better let's be honest yeah that's way I mean, cheaper yeah so expensive healing potions are a waste of money and i think in, in your game even you know question whether you should be selling stuff at that price mm. um i think those ones may be Less broken than people think. Or instead um, of just relying on healing potions, maybe introduce your party to a plethora of new options. Well, this is just it. If you're going to charge them a lot for something, like give them, give them the a, a story and a game and a lot of stuff to go with it that's interesting and fun. Um, and maybe not even charge them a lot. Yeah. All right, folks. Thanks for joining us on this another episode of Like Dragon, Like Sun. I hope you are all healthy and. Uh, <laughs> 
you know, have got a good first aid kit packed just in case of emergency. All right, folks. See you all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.